Homestyle Green, Episode 117, Greenbuild International Conference and Expo. What is it? Where is it? And who is it for? G'day and welcome back to another episode of Homestyle Green. This is the podcast all about inspiring people to make a better place to live. If you are a prospective homeowner or someone who's in the design and construction field and you want to make homes that are better than code, and you should, then this is the place to get loads of inspiration and new ideas and connections, hopefully as well, with people who are doing great things out there making great buildings. And the reason why we're interested in that is it's good for us, it's good for our families, and it's good for the planet as well. Now, I am speaking this week with Lindsay Roberts, and we've got a few interviews lined up, but I wanted to push this one out because it's um, it's an exciting time of year for Lindsay because she is the director of Green Build the uh, International Green Building Expo, put on by the U.S. Green Building Council. But in fact, it's almost a full-time job for Lindsay for 12 months of the year to prepare for this. And as soon as it's finished, she starts it all again. It's happening later on in the year. Um, it's not happening until November. So um, you've got a little bit of time to get organized, but registrations are about to open. So I thought it was timely to have a chat with Lindsay about what Green Build is, who should attend, because it's not for everyone, but it's certainly for a huge number of people, and it's fantastic that it's growing in interest as well. Before we get into that, quick shout out to our sponsors for the show, and that is the wonderful team at Proclima. If you are looking at doing a high-performance home, or even just a home that is going to be comfortable, warm, and energy-efficient, then you definitely need to speak to ProClimate. They can sort you out with all sorts of wraps for your building to make it airtight, and airtightness is a good thing. It's all about control, and they have the means, the technology, and the skills to be able to help you out with that. So check them out, ProClimate.com or ProClimate.co.nz or ProClimate.com.au. That's enough from me. Now, I started out by asking Lindsay why she does what she does. Yeah, um, it's an interesting story, actually. I got um, into this business um, through a friend um, about 14 or 15 years ago when I was still in college. So this was going to be kind of my first professional job while I was getting a degree in psychology. And 14 years later, I am still here. So a lot of people aren't familiar with, uh, they're familiar with trade shows, but not familiar with the fact that you can have a career producing events. And it's just a really fun, um, rewarding job. It's a lot of work that you meet a lot of people. And the idea for me of getting to spend an entire year working on a project and starting with nothing and then building something, you know, that has 25,000 plus attendees and has networking and, and people make friendships and great business connections and we connect buyers and sellers. It's just a really rewarding experience, especially when you walk away from that event after a year's worth of hard work and it was successful. It's just unlike really any other job I know of. Yeah, and I guess at that point you just carry on and start planning the next year. Is that right? 
So you start all over again. So if you think <laughs> about it, you really work an entire year on an event and you don't do the same thing twice. You don't do the same project twice. So it's, you know, kind of going from A to Z. You start at the beginning of your production schedule and you're working on something different every single day and every single week and just progressing through that timeline. So it's a lot of fun. It keeps you on your toes. Uh, we tend to rotate to new cities each year. So not only are you starting over, but you have to learn a whole new geography, a new convention center, new vendors, new relationships. So it's fun. It's a ton of work, um, but I think a great reward. So picking up on that, it's it's the same show by name, but each year I imagine there's a lot of difference. There is, yeah. So if you think about Greenville's obviously an international show. Um, we draw from all over the world and all over the country, but any trade show by nature will be somewhat regional. So if we're on the West Coast of the U.S., we're definitely going to get more people from California. If we're in the Northeast, you get more from that corridor. So you see new faces every single year in terms of the attendees and the exhibitors, um, and then just getting to experience a new city and that local culture and, you know, what that region has to offer is a lot of fun. And I think a lot of the reasons why people like Greenville, they like to go and explore the city that's hosting the event. So it changes it up and keeps it really exciting from year to year. Yeah, absolutely. So how would you sum up Greenbuild in, in one sentence for those that haven't been there or, or heard about Greenbuild? What is Greenbuild? Yeah, it's a sustainable building and design event. So everything that has to do with the built environment with a hard focus on sustainable building and design. It's primarily a commercial event, but it does have a, a residential aspect as well. Um, the exhibitors will be any sort of building product manufacturer or sustainable building and design service provider. And then the attendees are architects, engineers, builders, um, code officials, um, you know, real estate professionals, uh, green or sustainable consultants. Um, it's a pretty wide, uh, broad attendee demographic. Every single aspect of what goes into building or designing or maintaining a commercial building. Yeah. And who's... Um... Uh, who would you recommend should go? So anyone that, you know, is part of the, the process from start to finish. So the largest segment of Greenville from the attendee side is the architect. But then we've got builders. We have general service contractors. We have urban planners. We have educators, scientists, um, Anyone who has anything to do with either building a commercial building sustainably, specifying products, um, consulting on it, um, planning the space and the real estate around it. So anyone involved in the building industry that has any sort of focus on sustainability. Awesome. So that's perfect for this audience. And we do have a lot of architects who listen to the show as well. What about clients? Do you get um, clients come along, people who aren't in the profession but are interested in finding out about green buildings for themselves, their own family, or for maybe their own um, company? 
You know, not necessarily. It definitely does not have a consumer segment to it. So Green Build has been around since 2002. So it's pretty well established. And I like to think of Green Build as attracting, you know, the cream of the crop, the very um, kind of top high end niche segment within sustainable building and design. So if you take a look at what products or services are on the show floor or what we have in the educational conference program, it's definitely geared toward people who know a lot about sustainable building and design and are there to kind of further further that. So it's definitely for the true business to business professionals. We've had a lot of um, builders and contractors that focus on residential building come to Green Build and they're in awe of it, but they can find it a little overwhelming if they're yeah. not in yeah. that space. You know, you have to have the the building science knowledge, you have to have the knowledge on how to turn it into a business. So definitely business to business focused, um, probably not a whole lot for the consumer at this show. Yeah. What have you noticed change over that time that it's been running? What, uh, what are the trends in the green building scene that you've noticed? You know, it's interesting. Um, Green building here in the U.S., I would say over the last 15 years, has become a lot more mainstream. Um, so awareness about sustainable building in both the commercial and the residential side, we see a much um, greater depth and knowledge for that. But as it becomes more mainstream, it can be a little bit more challenging for the show as well. Um, certain building product manufacturers who used to have dedicated sustainability officers or dedicated budgets for these types of things have rolled it into their overall organization because it is mainstream. So that can be a challenge for us trying to make sure we reach the right people. So does that mean that they don't feel the need to come along to something like Green Build? They do feel the need and they think it's, it's important, but it's not as hot of a trend as it was for them maybe seven or eight years ago, and then they don't have that singular focus anymore. Um, So that can make it a bit more challenging. They think, oh, we're doing this, everyone's doing this, we've got this covered, but it's still a very complicated part of the industry and there is stuff changing every single day, whether it be materials or products or codes or, you know, lead. Um, There's a lot going on and you you can lose pace quickly. Right, right. So, and I guess that would be one of the key advantages of people attending is to get back in touch with what what is going on out there because if things are changing rapidly, uh, professionals need to keep their finger on the, the green pulse. Absolutely, yeah. So I would say one of the biggest attractions for Green Build is it has one of the largest educational conference programs that we have at Informa US. So we have anywhere from five to 7,000 people who go through that conference program and it's pretty intense. We have about 125 core conference sessions that go on between three days, but we also have pre-show summits that are really intense going on eight hours focusing around international or materials and human health or affordable housing and sustainable communities. We've got uh, tours, we've got lead workshops, we have education on the show floor. So 
people keeping up with those building trends and wanting to maintain their lead credentials is a huge reason they come to Greenbuild. And then, of course, you have five or 600 exhibitors on the show floor showcasing, you know, improvements they've made to their existing products or new product launches or new technologies. It is a lot to keep up with. And then Greenbuild, too, unlike other events, has a special energy to it. The people who come to Greenbuild, especially the attendees, they live and breathe sustainability. It's their lifestyle. It's not just a job for them. So the energy, the excitement, the enthusiasm, it's really contagious and you feel it as soon as you walk into the convention center or into a session or onto the show floor. It's It really has an energy and a passion unlike anything else I've worked on in the last 14 years here. And how many other shows are you working on? You know, right now I am dedicated solely to Greenbuild. It is a a event, a lot of moving parts, and then we do have also two other affiliated shows that we do, Greenbuilding Brazil, that takes place in Sao Paulo. Wow. Yeah, we work with the Green Building Council of Brazil. They actually own the show. We're a partner. And then we're launching one in Italy this year also, Green Build Europe. Yeah, so I have my hands full. Uh, These three shows are plenty. So the way Informa does it is we divide out our office by dedicated show teams. So it's that you would work on more than one show. We like people to know a lot about their industry, a lot about their event, and maintain a, a focus there. That's going to be fascinating to see um, how things are different in Italy and South America in the green building scene once you've had those uh, uh, experiences. Um, Coming back to the show, you mentioned the huge educational content. And one of the things that I've been overwhelmed at going to these shows is having multiple streams. How many streams does Greenbuild have, and how would you advise people when they're attending uh, on how to choose where to go when there are multiple sessions happening at once? Sure. By streams, then you mean like tracks or areas of focus, right? Yeah. So there is a lot of Greenbuild, but we definitely have a variety of ways where people can kind of search through the educational content and figure out what works for them. So we break it down by area of focus. So if you're an architect, you can go in and select all courses that are specific to architects. We designate between residential or commercial. We designate sessions that may be focused in a specific region for, let's say in DC, for people who live in the Northeast and need to understand building practices that are specific to that region or that climate. We also designate things by levels, so 100 level to 400 level. So if you're advanced or if you're just starting. So on our website and within our online registration, there's about seven or eight different ways you can filter all of that to figure out, okay, what's the most appropriate track for me? But we also keep it open. So just because you're an architect doesn't mean you have to go to all sessions specific to architects. We put everything out there and we let the attendee choose what they think is most applicable for them. We also designate, you know, how many CEUs you can get and which ones are lead specific and what segment within leads. So we put a lot of information out there. Great. And you have some celebration as well, like every good conference. There's a, uh, a, a bit of a, a, bit of a uh, celebration in one night. We do, we do. I 
mean, I think that's part of going to a trade show, you know, or, or a conference. It's not just about business. You want to create experiences and memories that, you know, you'll think about a year from now. And sometimes that doesn't mean a takeaway you got from a conference program. It could be someone you met at a cool party or a band you saw or an inspiring speaker you saw. So we feel like it's really important to have a really comprehensive offering when you go to Green Build. It's about networking. It's about learning. Yeah. It's about meeting people. It's about having a, a little bit of fun. So yeah, people can cut loose at the end of the conference or the end of an evening and see, you know, great entertainment or great musicians, you know, try some of the local food and drink. And it just makes the overall experience that much more fun and memorable. Are you allowed to tell us yet what uh, what to expect in terms of uh, networking events for 2015? Sure, yeah. For 2015, uh, we like to change the schedule and the format of Green Build Up a little bit each year to keep it fresh. So this year we are separating the big opening plenary. That will be on Wednesday morning before the show opens. And then the big party we're doing, we're doing on Thursday night after the show closes. So it'll be kind of a way to kick off Green Build and a way to wrap it up. So we're doing a large party on Thursday evening at the museum. It's a really cool interactive museum right there in Washington, D.C., about a mile from the convention center. So we have the entire facility for wow. three or four hours that night. We'll have entertainment. People can go through the museum, drinks, food. And then a really cool, this, this venue lends itself really well to networking. So there's all sorts of side rooms. Yeah, lots of little Here. rooms. Yeah, so it's really cool. You can kind of step off to the side and talk and chat, or you can look at, you know, some of the exhibits at the museum, or you can look into the main foyer and, and watch a band or, or some entertainment. So it should be a really cool venue and very unique and specific to Washington, D.C., which we always like to do, bring in some of that local culture and, and flair. Great. Now, have you got any announcements um, made already about uh, the big speakers, big highlights for the show this year? We have not. We usually like to tease and, and play a little bit on that. So what we start with is we announce the core conference program. So that's that Wednesday through Friday, the 115-plus yep. sessions. And we'll put that out to the industry, and that will be online probably next week when online registration opens. And then we have a series of master speakers. So that's one kind of inspirational, motivational speaker that we have in each one of the time slots. And we will kind of roll those out two or three at a time or one every week just to keep people excited, adding to that momentum. And then once we have the opening plenary and closing plenary nailed down, we typically announce those and July or August, and there's a reason for that. There are certain speakers that sometimes you have to wait closer to the event before they will confirm their availability. Yeah. So we yeah. hold off just to try to get, you know, a speaker we really want to go after, and then it, you know, creates a little bit of excitement. And then entertainment also, um, usually the June-July time frame, we were a little bit earlier last year, but we got lucky and got everything nailed down and schedules were clear. So there'll be a lot of things that are announced about Greenville, you know, this summer, just kind of building up to that November time frame, which is exciting. And we get asked, I would say, every single day about the entertainment, even more so than we do the 
opening plenary speakers, which is always fun. Of course, yeah, because it's all about the networking. So I, um, I guess uh, that makes now a particularly good time to for people to start looking and get connected with you online. You're, you've got a great um, Facebook page, Twitter page, Google+. Um, where, where's the best place people should go to find out more about Green Build for 2015? Yeah, definitely the website. We keep it updated constantly. It's greenbuildexpo.com. As soon as anything's announced, it's on the website. It's updated here in our office. We control it every single day. So online registration will be up there next week. You can see all the different registration packages, the pricing. That whole conference program will be online. Uh, we've got a floor plan, a list of exhibitors, product categories, um, the show schedule, some of our community service projects, some of our greening initiatives. There's a ton on there now, and there will be a lot more added every single day between now and November. And then, of course, there's contact information on the website. If people want to call us, email us. We love talking about Green Build. It's a fun show. It's hard to, you know... It's hard to explain Green Build through a website or a direct mail piece. It's something you really kind of want to talk through and people have to experience. Um, and the word of mouth, too. We have a lot of loyal followers who talk about Green Build and spread the message about information. So we're very fortunate in that sense. Now, you, you, uh, you do call yourself the Green Build International Conference and Expo. So um, I know we can't go into specifics right now, but I'm guessing that you're going to have speakers from... Um, not just the U.S.? Yeah, absolutely. So in the call for proposals that we do each year, it goes out, you know, typically November, December, we get a ton of presentations that are submitted, and there's definitely always an international um, segment there. And then we have an international summit this year, which the show's done, you know, a, a few years. We did not do one in New Orleans simply because of the geography of that show, but we've got an international summit taking place on Tuesday. That programming will be online probably next week, so you can see what's going on that day, but that's all focused around, you know, international building and, and design for international and U.S. attendees, so a lot, a lot going on this year. Great. And just before we wrap up, Lindsay, what are some other uh, key dates? You mentioned there um, sort of information getting rolled out. And, of course, the the event is on itself 18th of November to the 20th of November in Washington, D.C. What are some other key dates around registration and uh, and booking? Yeah, so registration will open next week. You can register any anytime between next week and show site, but some of the really popular conference sessions will fill up quickly. So as soon as you can get online, pick your reg package, and then slot yourself in for those courses, it's a guarantee you will get to those rooms. Um, hotel is a big thing also. Uh, Washington, D.C. does have limited inventory for our size of event and they've always got stuff going on so i would say book your hotels sooner than later our headquarter hotels already sold out um, we've got plenty online but for the hotel of your choice i would say book that quickly you always want to hit the advanced registration deadline so try to register in summer time that'll save you money versus waiting until september october the rates go up and then just sign up the, the Facebook page. We always announce really cool 
um, news on that. Once we get the entertainment nailed down and the opening plenary, we typically will put it on social media right before making an overall announcement. Um, right. Sure. So there's a there's a good reason to follow you on Facebook and Twitter. Exactly. Yeah. So there's a variety of ways you can learn about Greenbuild. Um, our partner, USGBC, the United States Green Building Council, they're always promoting the show to their members and through their magazine and their website. So between us, it's both websites. It's a great source of information. Great. Hey, well, thanks very much for your time, Lindsay. Really appreciate it. I can tell that you're um, totally excited about uh, bringing this out into the world every year. Um, so keep up the good work, and um, I hope it goes really well. Great. Thank you for your time. We hope to have some of your listeners and followers in D.C. this year. Definitely, and I look forward to hearing back from them. Awesome. Thanks very much, Lindsay. Sure, yeah. Lindsay Roberts there from Informa Exhibitions, and Informa are the organization who run Green Build Expo. And as, uh, as Lindsay said, Green Building Expo is on on the from the 18th to the 20th of November this is 2015 and the expo is running from the 18th to the 19th of November but coming up probably next week within the next little while are uh, registrations for the expo and the conference will open so that's why we're bringing this episode out this week look out for the opening of those registrations and get in quick make sure you get the early bird price to uh, save a bit of money and it should be a fantastic event. Probably won't be going myself this year, but I would love to get over there and uh, check out all the latest and greatest. As Lindsay said, uh, green building is becoming the new mainstream, which is fantastic news, but it can make things a little bit overwhelming and, and confusing. And if you're in the building process or looking at embarking on a project yourself and are overwhelmed by all that, then give us a bell. I'd love to hear from you, and I can help out. I've got a design review service, and the information on that is all over at homestylegreen.com. If you just want some tips or you're tossing up ideas and you're confused about options of products, anything at all, then I'd love to see if I can help you out. You can contact me as well, Matthew at homestylegreen.com. I'm also on Twitter and also on Facebook. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you did enjoy this, I'd love it if you could head over to iTunes and leave a short review or a star rating over there. Don't forget you can also find and subscribe to Homestyle Green on Stitcher Radio. And, of course, you can subscribe in iTunes as well. It's a great way to make sure a fresh episode is delivered to you automatically every week. My name is Matthew Cutler-Welsh. It's been a pleasure again. Thank you very much for tuning in. Now, go make a better place to live. This episode of Homestyle Green was brought to you by Proclimber, optimum protection against mould and condensation in your construction.